Welcome into the Dirty OIDP Underdogs. We're going to be talking a little bit about some divisional props that you need to take today. And we'll be putting a parlay together with our friends over at Underdog. The uh, props will have the odds from our friends at DraftKings. And uh, before we get into it, we want to make sure we tell you guys about Trophy Smack. Upgrade your leagues. Every, every league needs to have a, a trophy, a belt, a, a winning prize, or a, a loser prize. And so... Go to our friends over at Trophy Smack. Uh, has they have everything you need for your fantasy football league? Bring it to the next level. They got championship trophies and rings. They got wall art. You can give prizes to the last place finishers. Anything you can possibly want, they have. Insert a personal. You know, for me, uh, I, I love the ring, and you get this ring with promo code IDP guys after you buy a belt. So. Um, Keep that for yourself if you're the commission. Don't tell anybody about it. So let's get into the, the uh, props today. And we got some great games. We have eight teams left. And the first, when you look at rushing attempts by the quarterback, they don't rush as much in these uh, blowouts during the regular season or in, in regular season games in general. But in the playoffs, you're going to see an uptick in rushing attempts from all quarterbacks, whether they're rushing quarterbacks or not. And Patrick Mahomes, I know he's not seen as a rushing quarterback, but during the playoffs, he's he's hit this number over 50% of the time, and especially in these close games, you're going to see him get six, seven, eight attempts. And so it's the the third downs where everyone's down the field and he just takes off and, and runs out of bounds, um, sometimes the sneaks and things like that. Over four and a half rushing attempts, you're just looking at over one attempt per quarter, and it's one, minus 110 odds against the Bills going to be a close game it's going to be uh, another snowy game out there um and so uh, i think this one's an easy one uh check it over at DraftKings negative 110 yeah that's a good call patrick's very intentional when he makes moves on his feet and honestly for a pocket qb he's he's one of the best rushers in the league so that's a good call uh for the first pick on the idp side here i'm rolling with lines aiden hutchinson over three quarters of a sack at minus 180 against the buccaneers hutchinson is on fire as of late in just the last three weeks he's got seven sacks all by himself and if anybody on this uh lines line is going to get a sack it's going to be aiden hutchinson he's going to come uh ready to play in this home game against the buccaneers and mayfield presents a quarterback who has been sacked the six most times in the nfl this season so this this would be a great matchup for aiden hutchinson to keep uh keep rolling on his sack streak yeah love that one and they do throw the ball at a high rate as well um the ravens lamar jackson i got him going over 283.5 and that is combined running and passing and so they get you know minus 115 versus houston I mean, we, we've seen Lamar Jackson rip off these huge runs and have big days on the ground. He could easily end up with, with 100 yards on the ground. I think they got his rushing total right around right around between 55 and 60. But I'm looking at combined. And, and so he's had a different set of weapons than he's ever had. And we've seen these Houston games turn into, you know, they've turned into shootouts. And so Lamar Jackson, 283.5, I think he gets well over 300. In a game where Ravens, I do think, win this one, uh, minus 115 on DraftKings. Right on. Good call. Yeah, because Houston is also just pretty susceptible to the pass in general. I think his line for passing was just at like 228 or something by itself. So, 
So, I mean, they're giving just a, a little bit on the, on the running. And so mm-hmm. I think you take that extra rushing and, and add it to the passing. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, I'm going to keep it in the same game for my second pick on the IDP side. I'm going with Justin Matabuke over a quarter of a sack at minus 125 against the Houston Texans. Uh, I don't really need to say a whole lot about this other than the fact that uh, Matabuke hasn't hit this in only three games this season. I mean, there's every about every single game. Let's see, what, 17 games? He's hit 14, uh, 14 of them. He's hit over a half sack or more. And those three are the only ones that he hasn't hit uh, a sack at all. So I think this is going to be a good matchup for him on the interior. I know the Houston uh, offensive line has been pretty pretty stingy lately. Uh, but I think if the Ravens want to want to win this one at home and advance into the AFC championship, I think Matabuke is going to be pretty busy uh, looking to put some pressure on CJ Stroud and try to disrupt that Houston offense. So, uh, and just for reference, I know this was very earlier in the season, but in week one, when they played Matabuke did get into, get back to uh, CJ Stroud for a sec. So just, uh, just a couple of good, good things to think about for for this week so i think i think he's going to be putting a lot of pressure on cj stroud and i feel i feel that he gets back there and hits home for a sack uh at least once in this one yeah i like that one uh you know you get lions against you know against tampa tampa's always been very stingy as todd bowles defense is built to stop the run and that's david david montgomery is their their grinder and so game script dependent, it's been very game script dependent on, on Gibbs and Montgomery's usage. I know we've seen a whole lot more Gibbs after the halfway point of the season and Montgomery's been banged up a little bit. Um, I do think they try to establish the run, but I, I just don't think he's going to hit the 66 and a half rushing yards. The Bucks are really tough and Gibbs is there and Gibbs has been getting a lot more work than Montgomery lately. And so unless the Lions are up Big in the fourth quarter and grinding out the clock and getting those chunk yardage. I don't see it happening for Montgomery. Under 66 and a half rushing yards, minus 115 versus the Bucks. Great play. Great play. Because, yeah, they like to use Jameer Gibbs in the open field. And I think David Montgomery is more of a red zone target for them. Uh, they both been really good in the red zone. But I think that's where David Montgomery's sweet spot is. And that just doesn't lend well to a lot of yardage in this one. So good play there. Uh, I'm going to keep it into the Ravens game. I know uh, Gary took Kyle Hamilton on his uh, total tackles line yesterday, but I'm just going to go ahead and, and go with the assists. Uh, his line at uh, on the assist was just over one and a half at minus 105 against the Houston Texans. This seems like a too easy of a line for such a sensational player to hit. And Houston's been throwing the laces off the ball. Uh, the, uh, just last week they allowed two safeties to lead the Browns in tackles, and I think ha- Hamilton's going to kind of fall right in line with this. I think in order to stay in this, the Texans are going to have to keep doing what they've been doing, and they're going to have to air it out. And that just leaves uh, leaves more opportunity for Kyle Hamilton to to rack up some tackles this week. So we're just looking for him to get two assisted tackles in this one. So I think that'll be a pretty easy number for him to hit in this one. Yeah, now nah, he's been all over the place and he's getting healthier. Uh, you know, I, I got Christian McCaffrey over four and a half. I was surprised to see the, the the line as well as the the plus. And so, anytime you can get Christian McCaffrey uh, receptions with a plus juice, 
I'm going to take it. Um, again, talking about um, these, th- th- these are win or go home games. They are going to use their best players and their superpowers. And Christian McCaffrey's superpower is his receiving game. You could, you've seen games where he's gotten uh, a dozen targets. This guy could, could easily hit four and a half receptions. Um, you know, if somebody went down, I mean, this guy goes straight into the slot and acts like a receiver. Uh, again, this is about one reception per quarter, plus 110. Give it to me, Christian McCaffrey with the over. Good play. Good play. I'm going to keep it in the – dang, I'm really targeting this Ravens game apparently. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it in the, the Texans-Ravens game, and I'm going with Texans. Will Anderson Jr. over a quarter of a sack at plus, 22, plus 124 against the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been sacked – the ninth most times this season uh, at for the quarterback, obviously for the quarterback position. Uh, and Will Anderson is just having himself a sensational rookie season. And with rushing quarterbacks, they leave themselves susceptible to sacks off the edge as they scramble and try to gain extra yardage. Occasionally it doesn't always work out. The more you run, the more you scramble, the more open you leave yourself and the more chances that Will Anderson is going to have to snatch up uh, Lamar Jackson before he crosses that line of scrimmage. So I think Houston came to play in this postseason, and I don't think they're going to let up. I don't exactly see them winning this game, but I think it's going to be competitive down to the wire to the very end. And I think Anderson's going to be a big part in uh, just keeping Lamar in check in this one and their attempt to try to come out on top. So uh, Will Anderson Jr. over a quarter of a sack at plus 22. Plus 124 against the Ravens this week. Yeah, if you've watched any Ravens games, Ronnie Stanley's just not right. And so he hasn't even played, you know, the full complement of snaps. He can't bend. Um, this this is where, you know, Anderson can take advantage. Um, you know, I got Nico Collins over six and a half. And, and I'm just, you know, NBA jam rules apply. Three weeks in a row, we've hit with Nico Collins. So um, they keep bumping the numbers up, and he keeps hitting it. And and they gave us some plus juice. If you look over at Underdog, they got his number, his line set at six. Um, so here at six and a half, um, he can't get a half catch. So um, he's gonna get over seven catches. Um, they got his target set at nine. He is, he is their, you know, their go-to. And him and C.J. Stroud have something special going on. I know the Ravens are a tough defense. But Nico Collins has been on fire no matter who is across from him. And last week, I mean, personally, I thought, okay, this can be really tough against Cleveland. Not a problem. And there is no tougher matchup than the Cleveland Browns. And Stroud and Nico Collins dice them up. So Collins over four, over six and a half receptions, plus 20, plus 120. Yeah, give me that. Yeah, Nico's been very reliable, a breakout candidate. I think a lot of us have been wanting to see for a while, and and it's good to see him finally get a quarterback that can really bring out the best in him. So uh, I love all those Nico Collins plays. Uh, to wrap it up here for the prop portion of this, I'm going with 49ers cornerback Charvarius Ward over three and a half solo tackles against the Packers. I didn't put that in there. Uh, last week, the Packers played Dallas, and – Although they just knocked the brakes off of them, they did allow uh, four out of five Dallas defensive backs to hit this mark last week. 
And this was technically, I guess, if you look comparatively to the rest of Jordan Love's season, this was an off passing game for him, just in terms of completions. I mean, I think I checked and it was like his third lowest completion total of the year. So if the Packers want to stay in this game with the 49ers, they're going to have no choice but to air it out because the 49ers are going to go up early and they're going to try to hold that lead and they're just going to try to control this game. So if the Packers want to stay in this game, they have no choice but to uh, but to air it out and just try to try to keep up with them. So I think uh, that the cornerbacks or that the cornerbacks and just defensive backs in general on this one are going to be busy. And Traverius Ward has been the leading tackler for this team in terms of the cornerback position. So I think uh, he's going to be guarding what I would imagine Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs or something. So I that just leaves a lot of opportunity uh, for uh, Charbarius Ward to get those tackles and cornerbacks following those wide receivers generally are going to get more solo tackles than they will assisted tackles. And just over the last like three or four weeks, I think uh, Packers opponents have have thrived in the secondary uh, just on uh, based on Jordan Love's Excel uh, Excel QB play. Have been airing it out tons. So this this ought to be a good game for most of the San Francisco cornerbacks, unless they just completely uh shut Jordan Love down, which I don't anticipate that to be true. So I think I think uh Charvarius Ward over three and a half solo tackles at plus one thirty on DraftKings would be a good play this week. Yeah, and Ward's a big corner. He's not afraid to help out in the run game either. So you might get, you know, get a free one in the running game. Um again, make sure you guys check out trophysmack.com. That's Code IDP guys at trophysmack.com. Um, to recap our uh, props, we have uh, Patrick Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts uh, at Bills. Lions, Aiden Hutchinson over 0.75 sacks versus the Bucks. Ravens, Lamar Jackson over 283.5 versus Houston. That is combined rushing and passing. Uh, we have uh, Justin Matabuke over 0.2, over 0.25 sacks versus Houston. Lions, Dave Montgomery under. 66.5 rushing yards versus the Bucks. Ravens, Kyle Hamilton, over one and a half assists versus Houston. 49ers, Christian McCaffrey, over four and a half receptions versus the Packers. Texas, Will Anderson, over 0.25 sacks at Ravens. Texas, Nico Collins, over six and a half receptions at Ravens. 49ers, Javarius Ward, over three and a half total tackles against the Packers. Just a reminder, if, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, on to underdog. And so hopefully you have underdog available in your state. These are so fun. Um, so we're doing what's called their pick them contest. And so all you do is pick uh, at least two player props and you pick higher or lower. And if you hit, you get three times your money. Um, if you hit three props, you get six times your money uh, 10 times for four and 20 times. If you hit all five props, you can ensure the bets. Um, it's a lot of fun. And so I, I don't understand how they kept, Isaiah likely at 36 and a half. They've, they've actually there. I think they're messing with his receptions because they took that off the board. Um, it was at three and a half. We thought Andrews had a slight chance of playing and that obviously would affect likely, but they kept the 36 and a half receiving yards. And we saw Najoku. I mean, he had 36 and a half on the first catch last week against Houston. And so um, Houston's defense is much better than it has been. But Isaiah likely is a dog. I mean, he would be the starting tight end on at, at over half the league. Probably um, you get maybe 10 teams where he's not the, the starting uh, tight end. This guy is a great receiver, and I love what he does after the catch. 
36 and a half receiving yards. And, and what I love here, they don't have Keaton Mitchell. They don't really have like Justice Hill is there, but they don't have a receiving option or a threat out of the backfield. There's a very strong correlation between running back targets and tight end targets because they do operate on a similar side of the field. Isaiah likely 36 and a half. You might get that by the first quarter. Give me the higher. Good call. And I know that the Ravens did sign Dalvin Cook, so it might give him a little bit of juice in terms of receiving out of the backfield, but I don't I don't imagine that he's gonna get too much work behind Gus Edwards. And uh I, I bet he has a pretty limited role in this one. So I like Isaiah likely. I've got a few props myself this week on him. Uh, I'm going with 49ers, Traverius Ward, backing off my prop from earlier, higher than three solo tackles against the Packers. Again, the Packers are just going to have to – they're not going to have a choice. They're not going to really be able to control this game, so they're going to have to air it out and try to keep up with the 49ers because the 49ers have just been notorious for going up seven, 14 points in the first quarter and just leaving teams in the dust. So in the postseason, I imagine that uh, Jordan Love will pick it up from his 16 completed passes last week against the Dallas Cowboys I bet we see more along the lines of like 20 25 plus completed passes which just leaves a lot that's 20 25 catches that cornerbacks are chasing wide receivers or uh, you know I mean that's just a lot of opportunity for for defensive backs to uh to get some tackles in this one so Jarvis Ward higher than three solo tackles against the Packers yeah Jordan loves uh his completion totals is set at 22 and a half they're expecting a high and, you know, the, the San Francisco 49ers are banged up in the secondary. They've lost to Funga. They uh, had signed Jason Verrett. He got, he got hurt again. And so they're really banged up. And so they're going to really have to rely on Ward. He's not coming off the field. Um, I'm sticking in that game, and I'm going with Debo Samuel higher, 16 and a half rushing. Uh, I'm notorious for saying, like, don't pay for that playoff Debo production during the regular season. Um, everyone remembers like three years ago when he had this tear of uh, all this rushing production. It happened in the playoffs, and they used him sometimes like that, but not that often during the regular season. But again, you talk about superpower. They will use Debo Samuel in the running game, whether it's lined up in the backfield, whether it's doing sweeps. It's going to be part of the process. And 16 and a half rushing yards. I couldn't believe how low it was, and so I had to get – there was a lot of stuff I wanted to put on here. This had to be top of my list. So higher than 16.5 rushing yards versus the Packers for Debo Samuel. Sign me up. That's great. That's great. Yeah, Debo, anytime he rushes the ball, he's, he's getting at least 16 yards. And, you know, they don't they don't just, you know, willy-nilly rush him for any little tiny chunk of change. So they mostly rush him with intent. And he gets he's he's just got a knack for getting yardage, so that's a good call. And I'm gonna back uh, my final pick on this underdog parlay from my earlier selection on Justin Matabuke over half a sack against the Texans. Again, he he hit this in their first meeting, and although the uh, Texans have been a little more stingy on the offensive line, I think uh, this is a good opportunity for Justin Matabuke to really put his foot down on a game at home in a divisional round against the Texans and really just try to put that fire out. And not to mention that uh, uh, C.J. Stroud has only been sacked what two less times than Baker Mayfield, which makes him what the eighth most sacked quarterback him Mayfield and Lamar are all top 10 most sacked quarterbacks in the league this year. So 
I think this would be a great play for Justin Matabuke to, to get into the backfield, disrupt this offensive line, and try to put some pressure on C.J. Stroud, and I bet he hits home. So Justin Matabuke, higher than half a sack against the Texans. All right, so put these in. We got Ravens, Isaiah Likely, higher than 36.5 receiving yards. We got Traverius uh, Ward, higher than three solo tackles. Debo Samuel, higher than 16.5 rushing yards. And Justin Matabuke, higher than half a sack versus the Texans. Plug those in, go win some money, enjoy the games. We only got a few games of football left, so don't miss out. Head over to Underdog, um, and don't forget about DraftKings. All right, right, Austin, anything else before we go? No, I think we're good. Good luck out there in any of your props or parlays this week, and we just look, to, look forward to another week of some good football. So have a good All weekend, right, well, everybody. Everyone. As always, good luck this week. Thank you for watching this IDP Guys video. If you like this content and you want more fantasy football content, click here. If you enjoyed this video and you want to see more videos to help you master your IDP league, click here to subscribe.